And we are live. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? Welcome to the Techonomics Podcast. As I, Paul, from Not Apple Fan, as always, not joined by my co-host Chris from the Good Old Gaming YouTube channel. I have Celso, and he's got a camera. <laughs> and he's I'm not shilling. an AI, yeah. And I'm shilling Intel Arc. <laughs> So I I, 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 can, I I didn't even have to convince him. He says, I'll use a camera, but don't like pimp the fact that I'm going to be using a camera. Just just, just, just do the normal stuff. And if, if people are clever enough or people want to come see it, they get the reward of seeing that I'm actually not an AI. Because that's the meme, in case you don't know that. So, so that's the meme that you're, in fact, an AI. Did you know that? Yeah, I've heard that a few times. <laughs> the yeah. robot emoji in the chat. <laughs> Yeah. So um we were before we were coming live we we're just fixing Celso's audio so it might be a bit crackly. We'll work on the fly if it's if it's um if you know if there's any issues and so on and so forth. Um but hopefully it'll uh it'll it'll work out fine. By the way boys, as always, we wait for the 40 likes. That's the the, the mark is 40 Celso because it's usually around 40 people waiting here. So we say we'll wait for 40 likes before we start the topics. So we're just going to talk about um the weather you know how you're feeling what have you been up to the usual stuff so the weather you're saying is 33 there at the moment yeah it was in the 40s or close to 40s in the past few days which mm -hmm. is a pain it's like torture just going out <laughs> yeah 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 i've been to portugal a few times you know to the usual places that irish people go to in in, in portugal the algarve. The algarve, yeah and then mm. i've been to lisbon once um and uh, you know a couple other places in portugal um but uh yeah it's 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 oppressive like it's really really when it, when you go because we stupidly as irish people don't go in like you know may or <laughs> or june we always go in mm. july or august because we're you know pasty white people who <laughs> decide to mm. we're guns for punishment <laughs> and go in the hottest months and um get blasted by the heat but yeah 40 degrees the believe it or not the hottest temperature i've ever experienced ever was in canada really yeah wow. in canada in toronto it was in the high 40s like really high 40s um wow. yeah they were having a heat wave and i remember it was like you know when you open an oven and the hot air hits mm. you in the face that's what it felt like when you open the door it's so hot um yeah but i think the most i've had here was like 43 one day a few years ago i went up for a cycle and i'm like whoa it's really hot today and it was like 43 when when i noticed and then i stopped at, um at a cafe to meet a friend and i was actually i thought i was gonna faint <laughs> so i was like cycling exercising in 43 yeah. c that's yeah. crazy i think yeah. that's the highest i've experienced that is stupid high um so sprite thank you for the 449 you had better uh been eating v v4g not food being this late <laughs> so basically saying you better have been eating uh whatever i don't know what v4g is do you know what v4g is no is that yeah. veggies <laughs> maybe maybe oh veg maybe yeah you better you better have been eating veg not oh i see i see what he means okay. v-a-g oh. right all right <laughs> all right <laughs> so by the way boys the reason why celso is here today is because chris had a baby um uh, beautiful little gabriel born today um yeah everyone's happy and healthy and everything's amazing celso sounds like he's uh 
Uh, Celso sounds like he sounds like he'd look corporate. Okay. <laughs> um, from the from the sound of my voice, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's it. Uh, forty and up is much last. Uh, oh, so we got the forty likes, so we can move on to the topics. By the way, but uh, yeah, forty is is forty is crazy. I think forty degrees is like it, it, a human being is not dealt not no matter where you're from, no matter your ethnicity, you're not built like no human is built to deal with forty degrees. No. Yeah. Um, I remember this is a true story, Celso. We were in it was forty one degrees. We were in Morocco in Agadir, right, and we're sitting by the beach. Right, and it is beautiful sunset. Right, still forty degrees. Sun is setting over the sea. Right, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scenery. Everything's lovely. We'd been on a boat ride, myself and my wife, and she turns to me and says, "I'm a bit chilly. I'm a bit chilly. I think I'll put on my cardigan." I was like, "It's forty degrees. <laughs> we're in a yeah, desert." We're- <laughs> uh, yeah i think i'll put on my cardigan it's a bit chilly i was like you are out of your mind that's irish women irish women will always feel the cold <laughs> apparently women deal with heat differently like we tend to have heat on the outside of our bodies whereas women tend to concentrate heat on the, the internal mm-hmm. organs because of having babies and all that mm-hmm. yeah that's why their extremities are always always cold, cold. yeah yeah yeah, well, my wife is always cold no matter what. She comes in the other day and we have a temperature gauge on the, you know, on the heating system in the house. So it tells me whatever temperature it is in the house um, because it's it's regulated by temperature. And it was 30 degrees in the house. And she's like, it's a bit cold in here, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, like, it's not cold in here. Mrs. I'm wearing, she's wearing, this is like the sun is shining outside. She's wearing boots, jeans, uh, you know, a long sleeve top and a cardigan. And she's like, it's a bit cold in here, isn't it? I'm like, it's fucking <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so you did a very interesting video. Uh, I think it was, was it last week? It was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we had discussed it before you put it live. Take Max Power, thank you for the one. Um, about kind of what AMD is going to do in terms of their GPU and how they're going to manufacture GPU and they're going to bring it to bear and what way like because this is the big confusion i think with a lot of people is nobody really understands how they're going to do this mcm approach um we all know it's going to be mcm we all know it's probably going to be some sort of six nanometer uh with the cheap stuff and and and, you know five nanometer with the with the more expensive stuff the go so what i always the way i always explain it is you put the cheap stuff that doesn't benefit from a go faster button on the six nanometer and then you Mm. put your go faster button on the five nanometer very much like they did with Ryzen, and um, yeah, and I, I just, if you want to give a brief synopsis of that that video, just for for people who who didn't see it, and if you didn't see it, go watch it because I thought I did tweet it and say that it was one of the more comprehensive, more comprehensive videos of how AMD could do. I I think people are going to come and quote you and go, oh, they didn't do it this way or they didn't do it that way. There was multiple different ways you said they could do it, and it was like all of these things are within the realm of possibility you were saying mm. i think that it would probably be better for them to do it this way but they could do it this way as well so if you want to give a brief synopsis of that yes yeah, so over the last couple of years well a year and a few months i've been going through the the amd pat- patterns for chiplets and they have a bunch of you know there's a, several ways you can skin a cat and 
based on what they've been putting out, I came up with these uh, layouts, chips, chip layouts for chiplets, along with memory, along with an iodine or an interposer. And that video was based on, on that and uh, a few things that this guy, Sam Nafsiga, I think that's his name, yeah. um, said in an, in an interview with Tom's Hardware, where they asked him if they if they could expect something similar to the to what they've what they've been doing with the CPUs, and the guy said uh, that that was one way that was that that was you could infer that that would be the case, which you know could mean anything, mm -hmm. but it sounded to me like he he was hinting at a similar approach to to Zen. So basically you have an iodine and then you have a chiplet or two chiplets, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, there was that leak that said that there would be seven chiplets uh, in RDNA 3. So from that, I speculated that we could see a, um, a package that would have, you know, an iodine, the six nanometer, as you said, in the middle, and then um, six small chiplets surrounding it. So I tried first doing sort of some back-of-the-envelope calculations on what the die size would be if we used um, Navi 23 as a baseline, because it has the same number of shaders, mm. 2084. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if we went with the uh, size reduction that TSMC has publicly said that you would get going from 7 nanometer to 5 nanometer, you would get something around 140 something. Just, just to stop you there, I think you're going to have to drop your gain a bit because you're you're cutting out just, just on that last sentence. So if you drop your gain a little bit and I'll boost your audio, maybe I'll make it. Because it was fine and then all of a sudden it's gone bad again. Um, uh, the crackling on Celsius mic, Mike is uh, trying to filter wind noise from the fan. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Okay, I can turn the fan off. Maybe that will help. How does it sound now? Sounds perfect now. <laughs> was it, okay. was obviously the fan. Yeah. I'll just start sweating. But okay. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah. Um, so I calculated that the chiplet would be around 140 something millimeter squared. I don't have to know. Let me see what the number was. 154 millimeter squared. Mm. But of course, and, and that would just about fit six chiplets into a package similar to um, the 6900 XT. But not only could that package be larger, obviously, but also you have to remember that a lot of things are being removed from the the chiplet into the IO die. So mm -hmm. I think it's more likely that we'll see something around 100 millimeters squared mm -hmm. for the chiplet. With that in mind, I proposed another package which looked like six chiplets and then an IO die in the middle in the middle and it seems to fit just fine. Yeah. So 
so that's sort of the latest uh, interpretation based on what we've heard. There are others, and I showed three, uh, two others, which were one that's very similar to sort of an MI250 cut in 250X, I think it's called cut in half, where you have two large chiplets and then an interposer underneath all that and four memory dies. But the guy, that Nafziger guy, said that there wouldn't be separate modules, memory modules. Oh. So I don't think that we'll see this. And then one of my oldest interpretations of it, which is probably the most likely to be the final thing, which is just two large chiplets and then an, uh, an IO die in the middle. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, you could lay this out in a bunch of different ways. It doesn't have to look like mm-hmm. what I'm showing here. It could just be, you know, exactly like Ryzen, you know, just like one IO die and then two smaller chiplets on top, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this specific way I I showed yeah. in the video. That seems like a likely, and I know this is you feel that way as well. It seems like the most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, final package, I suppose. Although it doesn't really match the leaks that we've been hearing, which could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't match what that guy said in the, the interview. Right. But... Well, um, my... So, he, he, if you want to match the leaks, this is my thought on matching the leaks. So you match the leaks, you... you if you match the leaks, and in my opinion, you do the clever way the most efficient way, the best way to do a chiplet design GPU is to build the smallest chiplets you can build and then use more of them to make a faster GPU as, you, as you'd as you get. Like that makes the most logical sense, right? You, you, so you, you build a small, you build a small chip, chip GPU that has the logic on it because logic benefits from the no, node shrink more than than the analog and the, and the S, uh, the, you know, the SRAM and so on and so forth. So you, 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 you use the lot, you shrink your logic and then you move all the other stuff to the the, the cheaper nodes. Um, it, that makes the most sense in terms of uh, making a GPU. But the problem there is, I think there's there's too much complexity in the design, and I don't think that AMD have this the the software clout to get that working. That's just where I sit on that one. I just don't think they could make it work. Um, um. However, that's the one that would like when I heard chiplets. That's what I thought initially. That's the only way that I would see a GPU working because it makes sense, right? You you make a you want to make a cheap GPU. You use two of the small chiplets. You want to make or one of the small chiplets. You want to make a more expensive GPU. You use four. You want to make an even more expensive GPU. You use you use six, and and then you can take that to logical conclusion. There's no limit to how many you can make depending on you know how big your interposer is and. Like that makes sense, right? But if you want to fit the leaks, um, and you want to do it the way I think they're gonna do, which is well, there's two ways I think they're gonna do it. The the smart way is to use two, two uh logic dies, and then, you know, uh, just one uh IO die, um, which makes sense. Or I think if you want to fit the leaks, which I don't know whether the leaks are real or not, but if you want to fit the leaks. What you do is you build one big logic die, and then you have fucking six small dies. And you 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 if you if you imagine it like a Ryzen uh, CPU where it was cut into CCXs on a C, so you basically have your GPU cut into 
CCX is on it. So that means that for scaling purposes, if there's an error on one CCX, you just fuse that one CCX off, giving you more scalability. But each CCX has its own IO die, right? And mm. I think that math works out because I think the the way the work groups are spread out, it's like there will be six of them. I, I can't remember exactly the way, whatever way though, you know the way they, they what what's the rumor for the num, total number of work group processors or whatever? It, they divide I, the perf, almost perfectly into six anyway. That's so, mm. um, yeah, I think like, I think that's the way AMD could do it. Um, and that means that you've got like kind of nearly like a, a Ryzen one and a half do you know like a ryzen 1 and 1.5 approach to building a gpu Mm. because i i really think they will struggle to make that work with games i think they'll struggle like and even though the patents and those patents what i found fascinating about those patents was they directly referenced latency right didn't they a lot of those patents directly reference latency and how they're going to deal with intercore latency and how they're going to fix that problem of latency Mm. um but I just don't think I think if you go for the six logic dies you're giving AMD too much credit for the software development. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, but if anyone's if anyone can do it it's them because they've got a ton of experience doing that sort of thing from uh especially CPUs and most of the work on RDNA 3 is going to be coming from the CPU team. Most of the work regarding packaging um, and yeah, it's eight work groups per chiplet, yeah. right? So 48 if you have six. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So regarding software, I mean, what the patent says, I've explained this in, in a video in the past, is basically... And and I know you know this, but for those watching, basically you have, so the CPU only sees one GPU and that's the primary chiplet. And then you can have an additional chiplets, but it only sees that one uh, GPU, the main GPU chiplet. And then what happens is there's um, sort of, a, you know, like Intel has that thread director thing. There's something that schedules work across all of those chiplets Mm -hmm. and then the key thing that which the patents also describe is memory coherence so so each chiplet would have its own l2 cache but then the l3 cache which is the last level cache which amd calls infinity cache that would be shared Mm -hmm. so you'd have you could have some on the on the iodi you can have some on each individual chiplet but there's a structure that that makes it so that it's shared across all of the chiplets so that so you have less you have more hits basically mm-hmm. and you don't have to go into system memory and presumably you'll be able to get all the work done across all of those chiplets as you said this has massive latency implications like yeah. what's going to happen because the, the slides do say that they're going to have a new generation of the Infinity fabric, the, the Infinity architecture, whatever, yeah. whatever they call it, which means they're going to basically be pushing the 
the fabric at higher speeds, which is going to consume a ton of energy, which is another issue to deal with. Mm-hmm. So the, there's a lot of problems there, and I agree with you. I don't know if they if they have the technical know-how or resources to to do something like this. But you could you can make the same argument about you know CPU about the CPUs, and they did. We had a much smaller team than they have now. They got it working. Mm-hmm. The thing is, even if they do get it working, what I kind of expect happening is in some scenarios you're going to see some problems. You know, like you see with with Zen when you look at uh, some of their CPUs you can definitely see them struggling when they have to load, when you have the sort of game that is constantly buffering stuff into memory, mm-hmm. and then you you do a, you know, a 180 on a first-person shooter or something like that, and it, and, and there's a, a, it stutters a bit because it's, 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 you can tell that there's some latency there loading all the stuff in, all the information in. Um, the... The 1% lows with Ryzen tend to be lower than with Intel, for instance. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I think you're going to see similar things happening with a chiplet-based GPU. There are going to be some scenarios where it, it, it is going to fall short because there's there's not going to be enough bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's the first generation. You know, it's yeah. a bat. They have to bat on something, and if they're batting on chiplets, then first generation might be a bit crappy. Mm-hmm. But they're going to improve, just like they've done with uh, the CPUs. You know, you look at the 58 uh, 3D X, 5800 3D X, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a massive improvement compared to what they've been doing. I think it's the right bet whether they'll do the six. Chiplets or two chiplets, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I think it's right back, and I think they, they'll make it work. And there's another thing I just remembered when Raja left AMD, and Raja is more of a software guy rather than a hardware guy. But when he left AMD, there was an interview uh, with him uh, with Anantak, I think, and he said that he thought. You know, they tried multiple GPUs in the past and it didn't work, but with a shift, with a paradigm shift, it would be possible now to revisit that and that would probably be the way forward. Mm-hmm. Considering these things are in development for like five years, he probably knew what was coming mm. for AMD. So it seems to me that the issue of having multiple GPUs or multiple chiplets, same thing, is something they've been working on for a long time, and they've probably cracked it somehow. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 glut of patents for it um, proves that they have been working on it, and that they have been, and it, not only that they have been working on it, but they've been working on multiple, on G, multiple logic dies, not just, you know, the, the current rumor is that they're. Like there's a there's a rumor out there. Anyway, look, I'll, I'll get to that now. I just want to get to the to the super chat. Sprite gave me a super chat, and he's going to ask a really appropriate question because he's Sprite, and he's his question for Celso. Do you think Moore's Law is dead? 
kidnaps people and tells them to put uh, the lotion on if not they uh, get the horse again so yeah um, thank you for that question Sprite you don't have to answer that by the way so, so. Um, yeah and um, I will read anybody's uh, you know super chat as long as it's not ridiculous and uh, a yeah, friend of the channel um, Ivan from Frame Chaser says oh my god my brain <laughs> So basically, Ivan's checked out. He's like, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so uh, and there was another one uh, from New New Doughboy, and then I'll go on to what I my thoughts. But uh, New Doughboy asked about latency, and we kind of covered this. But he said, did anybody ask about latency? I just want to find what he said. Um, I don't seem to be, I I don't seem to be able to find it. But he basically was he, he said it was concerned about a lot of latency with with multiple chiplets and i did address that a bit because those, those patents specifically talk about latencies and caches and how they were going to use caches to solve latency and uh um active bridges and stuff wasn't it like they're going to use the active bridge is something else yeah was, was, like... was that not, i can't write some it's it's been it was a year and a half now or maybe it, we were basically recently just Mm. <laughs> talking about dates it was 2021 january 2021 kind of to may 2021 when all these patents came out so it's been a while since i read them i can't remember exactly but they were definitely talking about how they were going to deal with latency if you remember what they mm -hmm. said in those um patents or do you i can open them up Glad to see, uh, John, thank you for the 449. He says, uh, glad to see Cortex in the digital flesh of Cheers, Paul, as usual. Uh, yeah, thanks, John. But uh, yeah, he, he it was his idea, man. I, I didn't, I, no pressure. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't threaten his life or anything. He just says, maybe I'll use a webcam. if you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Thanks, dude. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm the first person to get you. Like, there's people on your channel, people in your Discord who don't even know what you look like, right? Mm-hmm yeah true <laughs> uh uh so sprites in it, it but back here insulting frame chasers as he always does i think frame chasers might offer uh, to fix any latency on new chips for 700 pounds uh, an hour on a private zoom chat uh, i'm actually getting you you know the guy that i talked to you about um who who has the who has the um the intel arc gpu He's he's giving mm. me a blow by blow here. He's texting me. I swear to, he's obviously watching the show, and uh, he's he's say uh, he says he still doesn't believe you're human. By the way, this is the. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious how they solved solved post effects uh, and much uh, and make sure cached uh, trashing doesn't happen. Is what he said. So. Mm. That's, yeah, that's a game developer friend I have. That. Yeah, I'm starting to sweat like crazy. <laughs> so my man, it's believe it or not, it's probably about thirty degrees in here. Like, so I'm looking at the one of the patents now, and basically what you have is. <sighs> Um, uh -huh. Go ahead. No, oh, just reading the, the chat. You go ahead if you've got something to say. Uh, 
Yeah, so you have the 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 cache on each chiplet with a memory file, and then you have another file which I imagine is for chip to chip to chiplet to chiplet communication. Yeah. Right. So you have step one: receive memory access request at primary GPU chiplet. So that's so the that's one that the chiplet, CPU. Yeah, yeah. The mother chiplet. Yeah the one that the CPU identifies as there being only one, and then you identify caching chiplet at which the requested data is stored. So the CPU sends a, a data request, and you have to, the first chiplet is going to figure out where that data is located within the pool of cache. So that's the only one that has to have a command processor, maybe. It could be. I mean, they they all look the same. I hate that in patterns, all the right. figures are in different orientations. But but it would make sense, look... right? You only need one. Com well, maybe if you need to make requests, you might need command processes and everything, right? Well, even if if all of them have a, it doesn't. It's okay to have some dark silicon here and yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, because it would make sense economically for yeah. them to all be the same, right? So. Next up, you have memory access requested caching chiplet. So you, it's basically you, you send the CPU to the correct chiplet, mm -hmm. right? Even though it doesn't know there are more than one GPU yeah. chiplet, then you return the requested data to the primary GPU chiplet via a passive crosslink. This is one possible way of doing it. So if you have just a piece of silicon that's just wires, yeah. to or either under the chiplets. So it the chiplets send mm. send the data and it just goes like that, or next to the chiplets, right? Yeah. So there's a passive crosslink that sends data around. Mm -hmm. um, so so far you have the CPU making a request. The primary chiplet receives uh, receives that data request. It checks where the data is in the cache pool, mm -hmm. and then that uh, the process is done on that specific chiplet. That chiplet sends the, the, the um, returns the data back into the primary chiplet, and then that primary chiplet sends it all back to the CPU. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a lot of moving data. It sounds like, and yeah. uh, you know, data, moving data is expensive. If, mm -hmm. if people don't like one of what was it, you sent me the thing where Jensen, you, you were actually one that educated me on this because I didn't know this. Uh, by the way, Celso is my guru. He sometimes <laughs> educates me as well. And he sent me uh, 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 basically uh, before you did the video because you put it in a video then afterwards um, of like moving data is one of the most expensive things inside of a GPU. And you're talking about how many picojoules it, it, it takes to move data around. And if you're moving a lot of data to a lot of different places, that sounds like that's going to be expensive in terms of mm. in terms of power. So where do you make power savings is my my worry there because you have to save power in other areas to offset the like this is like we're making a we're saving money by going with chiplets, but now we're it's costing us in terms of power. So there has to be a return to offset the power and that's my my worry for that multiple chiplet thing as well is that the more chiplets you have the more data you have to move around the the more power that costs you 
and so on and so forth right so it's it's mm. kind of a it's a, it's a balancing weird balancing out equation that we have to northern line by the way thank you for the five and then sprite again with the 449 so so why do you look why do you look like you smoke weed <laughs> <laughs> burn incense and <laughs> own a butterfly farm <laughs> i don't know because he's I, portuguese mate they all look like that <laughs> i desperately need a haircut that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah how long has it been since you had a haircut eight months wow <laughs> i had one yeah. about a I had one about two weeks ago man and i'm getting a bit long again i shaved my head about two weeks ago <laughs> again um because you know yeah i've been cursed with really fast growing hair but not a lot of it <laughs> mm. <laughs> um yeah so so that's the kind of the equation that we're 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 struggling with here right and i feel bad for you by the way i see you wiping sweat off your face i feel bad for you that you had to turn off your fan but uh, sorry yeah what what do you, do you do you have any ideas in your head how they could solve that that power problem um so I, I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head i think infinity fabric is probably like one and a half pico joules per bit i don't i can't remember don't quote me on that mm -hmm. but i do remember that for intel Intel eMib was like less than half of that, right? So it can be done in a much more efficient way. Intel yeah. has it figured out already for quite a while now, yeah. several years now. So AMD is saying they have a new generation of Infinity Fabric. You know, they probably figured out a way to make it consume less power, less uh, require less energy, and therefore, mm -hmm. you know, there's less power consumption. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. um, I'm not sure. I mean, copper is copper. You know, it's not going to change. Yeah. Um, so you are limited to what you can do. The, one of the reasons why I thought there would be an interpose underneath at all it was exactly the, the 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 data transfer problem because if it's underneath, you have a chiplet right on top. It's direct transfer, right? Whereas if if you have to jump from places it, it costs a lot you know mm -hmm. from if you if you're taking in that example i gave where you have like six chiplets one iodine and another six chip six chiplets let's say this is the primary chiplet and it has to request data all the way from this chiplet here that's like over f well probably around 500 picojoules or something mm -hmm. of energy transfer that's a ton of of power mm -hmm. so what i think might happen is maybe the io die plays a role in that when it comes to caching yeah, yeah. it could it could be something well, like that they but they have to have it sorted because we've seen that the same guy said uh what's his name again um sam nafziger, sam nafziger. he's the same guy who said uh our power is going up but our, our competitors power will have to go even further like so he he so he seems pretty confident that power is sorted um and we know that they are in fact using 
chiplets so it's just it's just what remedy what what way they're going to use chiplets is what we don't understand that's the only thing we don't understand is how exactly they're going to use them but we know they are and we know that that would be expensive but we know that they must have it sorted because if they have it sorted they're 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 basically going to be more efficient than a, a monolithic die is what that what that guy is claiming and that's a big claim to make right that is that they're going to be more efficient than nvidia who has been historically more efficient than amd until the last architecture um he must know something that we don't know and i just get the more super chats a sprite gives the 449 he says he's portuguese how much does he charge to fix my roof um and then i i don't get that joke obviously you must um, and then uh tech max power thank you for the one um yeah so uh obviously portuguese people fix roofs i i don't i don't get that um um yeah traditionally like the the portuguese that left portugal in like in the 1970s yeah they were you know the least educated people and they work in construction and stuff like that in france and the united states like the irish, as well. Like the irish yeah. as well yeah so, so. so i think that's where he's going with that yeah, joke yeah. well he would have got that same he could have been able to make that same joke about irish people i suppose as well but he'd, <laughs> he'd probably be less kind to the irish people what, what with him being a brit an evil occupier and all that kind of crack right <laughs> um so uh yeah so um we've 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 agreed we we've agreed that they're on chiplets we know now that they're more efficient because he he said they're more efficient and i don't think in an amd exec is going to make that kind of brash prediction unless it's going to be somewhat true right but he mm. must know something that we don't know in terms of nvidia's power um we we all know that nvidia is going to be around like the rumor is 450 watts right that's the rumor uh, for NVIDIA's 30, 47, 4090. Um, and I, I, I never got your, I never got your thoughts on this actually, Celso. So I want to ask you this. What do you, what's your feelings on like, I, I basically had a chat with the boys the other night um, and we were talking about it and you, you sent me a message while we were, um, while we were chatting and um, you said, I can't jump on, I'm busy, but like this is, so you think that NVIDIA can in fact hit three gigahertz on their, on their next node that they're going to be using right um, yeah and and where does those thoughts come from if you could elaborate on that, please. let me load up the tachyum uh projection so there are these guys who have let me see if i can find the right the right slide Sprite says, uh, with the 449, he says, that's right, Paul, us Brits don't buy potatoes from you. Uh, we steal them, leave you leave you the skins. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Sprite. 449, you fucking cunt. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's this company called Tachyum, and yeah. they, have, um, they have this CPU, which works sort of as a... It works as a CPU and a GPU all at once. And I think it has accelerators as well. I'm not sure. I haven't looked too deep into it, but it's an HPC processor and they pre they're predicting on a custom five nanometer node. I think, was it five? I think it was five or was it three? I can't, I, I can't remember exactly, but they were, they were predicting 5.7 gigahertz on 128 cores. So to me, that tells me that the five nanometer TSMC process that's been optimized. So the, 
By when they say optimize, it means some of the things that are already comparable to three nanometer, mm. right? So the pitch between, uh, you know, a bunch of different things can be similar to three nanometer meter. If this guy is saying they're projecting 5.7 gigahertz on 128 cores for a CPU, that means that process node is pretty insane yeah. when it comes to how high it can clock. Mm -hmm. So you're going from uh, an NVIDIA GPU that's on 2.2 gigahertz. I think most of them do 2.2, right? They do, no, they do around 2.275 is the average I found. But um, you can get 2.1, 2.15. So if we call 2.2 being like the absolute like pinnacle of silicon and mm. around 2.1 being kind of the average, I'd say. So okay, 2.1 on on tan nanometer effectively right yeah going into uh five nanometer with parts of it being three nanometer that's a huge that's a huge jump mm -hmm. yeah. and even if this even if the gpu is a bit wider which it will be i'm sure hugely wider i'd say yeah you can still you can still get you know a massive increase in frequency so i would say when I said it would reach three gigahertz, I'm not saying necessarily the the forty ninety, mm -hmm. but the the lower tier ones like a forty seventy or something could hit three gigahertz. Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, I I would be sitting here. Um, so I sat down and I, I I think transistors don't lie. That's my 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 mantra when I'm trying to figure these things out. I think transistors don't lie, right? And, you know, transistors are the most important thing when you look at GPUs and how powerful they're going to be and how, bi how big they're going to be and how, how, how much, you know, raw horsepower they're going to bring to bear. And stop me if you think I'm wrong. Um, but um, if you look at what, uh, on the four nanometer process, uh, NVIDIA have been able to do with, um, with uh, Hopper versus, um, you know, Ampere. Um, it, it it's not. I I tweeted the day that was that was released and said I'm not as impressed with that as I think I should have been. Um, and you know, because it was 700 watts. Because it was 700 watts, and because it was, and it, it was 56 billion transistors to 80 billion. It's not a huge jump, right? It's, um, you know, if you look at what they went from from Turing to Ampere, it's. I think they were like 12 billion to 50 or something like it was a huge jump right so they went from 12 to 50 I don't don't quote me it might have been 50, 18 billion to 50 I don't know what it was but it was something crazy to something unbelievably crazy and then you see 80 billion right and you're already sitting there that's not a huge jump however as you're already saying, Ampere on desktop is not Ampere on data center. Ampere on desktop is 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 maybe is 28 billion on, you know, a node that only yields around 50 billion, 50 million transistors per millimeter squared, whereas um, you know, uh, TSMC seven is about 97 or 90 million transistor per millimeter squared right so it's a much denser node um and nvidia were able to manage 50 out of that but then if you look at the numbers for five they quote nearly 200 million 
uh, transistors per millimeter squared, and Nvidia managed to get uh, eighty. So the difference between like how much they were able to get, and this is what you would imagine would be their densest. You would imagine that because with desktop they're going to go for frequency, right? So it's not going to be as dense. It can't be as dense, right? If you're going for frequency, you can't make it as as dense a GPU. It's just not the, that's not the way it works. So um, you look at uh, um, Ampere, and you go, okay, right? That's not that's 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 in, incredible that they got twenty eight billion transistors on a on a whatever. But then you look at what they did with Hopper, and you're like, that's how dense they're going. That's as dense as they're probably going to go because that's the widest GPU they're going to build because it's for the data center, right? That's they don't care about frequency on that note. Seven hundred watts. 80 billion transistors on a node that's supposed to it's not even ha- like it's it's half maybe a little bit less than half of what the nodes are supposed to be able to and we all know those and those and those those predictions are wildly inaccurate they're not you're never going to get that but if you look at what the predictions on um on seven nanometer is seven nanometer is like 90 and they got over half right so it's it's like there's like a diminishing return there for so i'm like if they get 80 <laughs> right because i think i i i was talking to a dude who knows a dude who said a dude who 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 underhandedly gave a dude an envelope who who was and apparently uh ada is going to be 600 millimeter squared right and it's going to be smaller than 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 um ampere so it's going to be slightly smaller than ampere so like a couple of maybe 20 millimeter smaller or so on and so forth if that's the case i'm going where are they getting like you can go wide you can go you can go long right you can you can lengthen your pipeline to get faster frequencies or you can go wide right and i'm like where are they getting the transistors to make this crazy frequencies that these leaks are saying i don't see it um you know and if they're going to make ray tracing better and they're going to make uh uh you know tensors but tensor cores better and they're going to do all these this is all the other rumors that they're going to be doing right so i'm like in this world where they're making everything better something has to give it's either frequency or it's it's you know it's tensor cores or t cores you know shader count so on and so forth and this is a huge huge uh somebody saying 59 uh 6950 xt is 26 26.8 billion transistors yeah i think i thought it was 26 but yeah so I'm, i'm like sitting there going where how's the math add up for me on on that one because I, I just don't see the frequency happening because as i said i was was very underwhelmed by hopper now if hopper hadn't happened i'd be like all oh, on board okay maybe it could happen right but they didn't even get frequency on hopper they didn't even get frequency on hopper i think it's the same frequency mm. well there's several things that first of all on the data center they don't have limits well they don't have strict limits on how much power the GPU is drawing, yeah. right? Because it's a more holistic approach. And as far as uh, ADA, so one thing they can do is you have to look at, and this is this has been happening progressively with NVIDIA. So whereas AMD is focused on performance per watt, while at the same time innovating on the technology, for instance, mm. moving to chiplets, etc. NVIDIA has just been 
historically building the largest possible device that they can build mm -hmm. right they don't look at you know yeah they don't have as many restrictions well, they on can that. write a so, check on the price right so that's the yeah exactly and so they have a lot of room to improve as far as efficiency is concerned and if they're not moving to chiplets they have to work on the efficiency of a monolithic die and that involves switching off a ton of transistors that are not used mm -hmm. right so whereas in pascal all the way up to ampere you might have had the each device just blowing through the power uh, budget that it had even when it didn't need to now they can do something like turn off a bunch of transistors that are not being used as well as having dedicated blocks you know fixed function blocks for specific tasks so if you do that you can run the transistors faster right if you're not having to switch as many on so that's one thing mm -hmm. they can do and i think that that's probably the 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 way they're going mm -hmm. i think i think jensen said a while back that they're just going to build the largest possible uh die that they can and run that the fastest that they can yeah you know well yeah and i i this is going back to the amd thing because i i titled this will and this is the thing we, like we've been talking about how amd is going to build a gpu for a while but i think the crux of my talk that i wanted to have to with you today by the way john our games thank you for the 10 sec um is the reason why i wanted to do this today was um, I wanted to get your predictions on how fast do you and, and Vegafell Productions thank you for five. Hey Paul, he says, um, I wanted to get um your predictions on how fast you think uh AMD's GPU will be in terms of like, like you don't have to particularly nail down percentages or so or whatever, but do you think that AMD's new design will will lead to a fairly radical performance increase and then um do you think they have the ability to beat nvidia in terms of overall performance and i'm not talking about overall performance in terms of like rasterization performance i'm talking about overall performance in in terms of a holistic rt tensor raster performance that's what i'm talking about so do you think they could they could amd could beat them um, and then do you think that NVIDIA has a chance to beat AMD? And then do you think there's any merit to these 600 watt rumors we've been hearing about uh, Ampere and their, their, their power? Kind of, you know, because I think that feeds into it because power makes everything okay. I think these leakers think that power makes everything okay. I think they can go, it's going to do 3 gigahertz because it's going to draw 900 watts, right? And I think in their head that makes it right. And I I had a row with Chris and I had a row with uh with with uh with um Connor because I'm like that's not the way it works, right? You can literally put 400 watts extra in and get 25 megahertz. Like at a certain point in a GPU scaling, you're putting 400 watts extra in and you're getting 25 megahertz more, right? And that that's kind of where we 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 kind of div diverged on that argument and by the way somebody asked did chris become a new father yes he did today uh lovely gabriel was born today so anyway do you do you do you get where i'm like mm -hmm. basically where amd will perform where nvidia will perform wattage 
So as far as performance, obviously, I don't know. Yeah, but you're Someone... educated guess. Mm. Someone just said it's hard to take him seriously with that Intel Arc show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a yeah. GPU expert. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't. No one knows, but what I think will happen is you're going to see a huge jump in performance compared to last generation. Mm. And I think there will be select single-player games that AMD will choose where it will beat NVIDIA outright in every metric, in every resolution, mm -hmm. right? But then when it comes to something like competitive esports, I think AMD will have their asses handed to them. I think NVIDIA will win outright. I agree. In, and anything that, that, you know, if you're running battlefield or i don't know about counter-strike but more modern games at like 200 300 fps nvidia is gonna beat the crap out of nvidia uh, out of amd there i yeah. think but in single play player games especially ones that have traditionally done well with amd as well as the ones where you know like shadow of the tomb raider which utilizes every resource you throw at it things like that i think AMD will do really well, and they'll have a few poster child yeah. games that they're gonna win. That they're gonna win, but I think it's gonna be more even than people think. I think I know that people are on the the AMD choo choo train. I am. I, train. I, I, I've I've got I've literally got an inflatable train, right? <laughs> I bought one. It's an inflatable train. It's about this size. And it says choo-choo on the side. I'm going to whip it out as we get closer to the AMD. You'll see. I'll whip it out as we get closer to the AMD launch events. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I am I am on the choo-choo train 100%, right? And I, But I agree with what you say. I don't think that AMD will lose in those titles, as you say. I don't think they'll get their asses handed to them. But I do genuinely. I see what you mean. So if you're looking at a frame graph, like a frame time graph, you expect the frame time graph to be more like this with AMD and more flat with exactly. NVIDIA, even though AMD might have much higher. Um, like, for instance, uh, Ivan's a big uh, proponent of, you know who Ivan is, right? He's from Frame Chasers. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a channel called Frame Chasers. You should go check him out. He's funny. Oh, um, the guy Chris was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but he's a big advocate of, um, you know, um, that... Uh, Battle Royale game, what's it called? Uh, the Call of Duty Battle Royale game, whatever. Warzone. He's, big, he's a big proponent of that one, and he he always puts Twitter post stuff of like if if you think if you've got you've got a sixty nine hundred XT and it's the fastest graphics card for Warzone, and he and he 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 puts like funny emojis of like a, a guy doing this right, and it's like it's like because if you look at the the if you look at the the average FPS. AMD smoking NVIDIA, but then you look at the frame time graph and the one percent lows, and NVIDIA is way better. And mm, exactly, yeah. And and I mean, I think I, yeah, because and what's really funny is that you know back in the past, I remember AMD having much better frame time graphs. I remember mm. a certain architecture that everybody shot all over called Vega, <laughs> and everybody said it was a terrible you know architecture. But I remember very very solid frame time graphs for that GPU. And you know, reviewers gave uh, Nvidia a, a solid win on that one. Um, I wouldn't have been, 
as uh, quick to say that because mm. I did get what Raja meant by smoother gaming performance. You know, I had a 1070, I had a 1080, I had a 1080 Ti, I had a 6800, I had a 60. Uh, I I sorry I oh, sorry sixty eight hundred I had a sixty a uh, Vega sixty four and a Vega fifty six on I played with all of them and I I I got the you know the the difference between those two um yeah I think that's what you're what you're trying to hint at is that it will mm. be like a Vega versus ten eighty kind of scenario right exactly they even did that comparison the blind test remember that yeah they had vega versus a 1080 i think yes. and they were asking which one feels the smoothest yeah. right yeah. and yeah that's exactly right i think i mean we could be totally wrong on this but i think what we're going to see with rdna3 is you're going to be playing something like i don't know if people still play PUBG, but call of duty or whatever and you're going to see those drops those spikes, mm -hmm. you know, all over the place. And in, and you have to understand that you have to divide games into latency type games and single player type games, yes. right? And it's a completely different market. Someone looking to buy a, a GPU for competitive gaming is not going to go with AMD, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to go with an NVIDIA GPU. And I think that's going to continue to be the case yeah. for a number of reasons. You know, I made the argument. Sorry, if did I cut across you? Do you have more to say here? No, no, go on. I I made the argument with Chris the other day because Chris is big on on um, Alder Lake and so on and so forth, and and I made the argument that um, high frame rate gaming is not so much an IPC test as it is a latency test. Mm -hmm. If you understand what I mean, right? So like, yeah. um, you know, you might have a a a a twelve nine hundred K that can do fucking nine million frames per second and do eight million frames per second one percent low and then you might have a a fifty nine fifty X that does only five million frames per second but only you know maybe only does four million frames but that's not a true IPC test because the IPC only kicks in when those two core when those two cores are being fucking hammered. They're at their absolute peak of of and they can't give you any more. Like they're they're not going fast. It's not like like I mean, if I asked uh, somebody, it's the, the way I describe it is like if you ask somebody to go do uh, twenty deadlifts in a second, right? You know. They might be able to twenty, but you ask somebody to do a maximum amount of deadlifts, right? They might another mm. guy might win the fucking competition, and that was my trying to. Comp I was like, you can't say that Alder Lake is has higher IPC or whatever because you don't know yet because they're not being hammered, and that's the, you know, it they're they're just flicking frames really fast, and it's different, right? Um, it's a different type of workload. Um, and that, that's what I think that's what you're you're making the argument with the GPU is that like it's not a tr it's not like like AMD will have the more powerful GPU but it might not be able to flick the frames at you as quickly as as the Nvidia GPU for instance well it will have a higher frame rate but you know you know you know what I'm trying to get at right mm -hmm. yeah you could have a higher average but not necessarily the one percent lows the 1% loves, yeah. Yeah, and as far as power, 
personally, I don't have a problem with the GPU drawing 600 watts because... You live in Portugal, mate. You sure? <laughs> yeah, well, in this place, yeah, I wouldn't have a, an issue because I have a tri-phase power yeah, delivery. Works, so. yeah. yeah, but, but do you have aircon? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, from the perspective of, of an enthusiast, I don't see an issue with that. Mm. Um, but that's a very specific sort of person that's going to build a system Ooh. taking into account a 600 watt GPU. I think the 400 watt part is going to to make um, the most sense. And it's as you said, it's exactly as you said, going from 400 watts to 600 watts might yield uh, 5% improvement because you have to remember that the nodes are done to, even if it's an improved node and 5NP is an improved node with specifically geared to high performance. Uh -huh. But you're going to have um, a point in the in the power curve where your device is going to operate at the at, at its best and then from then on it's diminishing returns to the point where it flattens out and it might even start going down like mm -hmm. your performance might actually degrade as yes. you increase power yeah. i've seen that happen with a few gpus yeah. because that's the electron migration right the, the electrons like to have a little bit of a jump they like to they like like i i tried to explain this the other day and i don't think i did it very well but it was like you know um you got to think of a transistor a transistor is a solid state solid state switch so it's like it's like that and you know you you induce a current on it and then that makes it either on or off right <laughs> and if you've got another transistor beside it um you know that can be either on or off but you can get to the point where you're getting so small and so condensed that sometimes these want to jump to here and these want to mm. jump to here and you've got all sorts of problems there and it's yeah it's it's a bit fucking messy um i agree alder lake definitely has higher ipc than zen 3 the majority of tests prove that i'm not saying that they don't and i never claimed that i was using it as an example <laughs> so i would say on that one um but yeah uh, my my con my concern for power and then i'll get your thoughts on it is um you live in portugal and in portugal houses are well insulated to keep out the heat right that that's because you don't really have a very bad winter right you you might have like a you know maybe 10 12 degrees in the winter right and mm -hmm. then in the summer it's as you say 30 38 kind of um here in ireland it's it, it it's 12 degrees all year round it's not it's not too hot it's not too cold we we bemoan, bemoan the fact that we don't get uh we don't get a lot of sun um but in the winter it can be five to one degrees mi minus one degrees in the serious depths of winter so we build very insulated houses um and if you live in a modern house um you could heat an so an a so the way we rate houses in ireland is we rate them by a rating so an a an a1 rated house is the most insulated house and then you got like kind of g rated houses which are the worst insulated houses right mm. and most people now live in b to a rated houses and an a rated house is is basically the way they say that is you could heat a, a 1500 square foot or like uh 
150 square meter house with like a hair dryer right so you could heat it with a hair dryer which is 1200 watts so i'm sitting in a room with a 250 watt gpu it's not bad i'm sitting in a room with 300 watt gpu not a dramatic increase hmm. i'm sitting in a room with a thousand watt space heater beside me because you know like, let's say so your current your, your pc with a 250 watt gpu might be a 450 watt space heater you're sitting there with a 600 watt gpu you've got a thousand watt space heater beside you that's a big problem for european houses especially northern european houses because they're built for it built for winters um and maybe even portuguese houses because they're they're built for keeping the heat out um but uh also uh in american houses if you're drawing a thousand watts and you turn on your wife turns on the hairdryer in the same room you're in right and you might only have one breaker for your sockets in that room they only get 120 volts on a socket you know what I mean? That's my consi- that's my consideration. What what is your consideration there? Do you do you feel like that's a problem? Maybe. No, I no. don't think so. I think the market that's going to go for a forty ninety or a forty ninety Ti, whatever they call it, is the sort of market that's going to play around that, right? It's like. Mm. If you're an enthusiast and you're looking for the very best, you're going to work around the limitations. You know, like I have, uh, I I set up this space here so that I I have my main computer connected to my LG OLED, which mm-hmm. is over there. I worked this place around so so that I could do that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because OLED is that good. It's yes. so good that it's worth putting in the work. The vast majority of people are going to buy the 4060. You mm. know, that's a huge investment of money for the vast majority of people. For 99% of the people, a, th- a 4060 is going to be a huge investment, probably the most expensive GPU they've ever bought. Mm-hmm. The market for a 4080 or 4090 is completely different. They're going to probably have, you know, three. Uh, th- um 360 millimeter three fan radiators they might slap a water block on the gpu and they'll find a way to have the the, the power clean power maybe have um what do you call those things ps um an interruptible power supply um the thing that you have externally for, for power supply uninterruptible power supply is that what it's yeah. called well, okay you have one of those and you'll have it some way of dissipating all the heat and you'll have clean power i think that's the market that's going to go for that it's it's the same thing like in the past you had products like that already you know products mm-hmm. that were drawing you know those special those scams <laughs> the kingpin scam you know that you have to buy a certain type of psu mm-hmm. and you know you're going to need to work around the limitations there. I think it's going to be the same thing. I mean, this is not this is not Nvidia's first rodeo. They've they've released products that, you know, like the the 3090, the mm. 3090 Ti. Um I don't think it, people are all doom and gloom. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm firmly on the doom and gloom 
brain with that one. Uh, Techmax power says UPS, which is basically what I yeah. said. Uninterruptible power supply. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so UPS not an issue. Water cooling, big heat sinks, not an issue either. Yeah, this is what I. I think you're right though. I think that that kind of, yeah, that mindset. Do you know what upsets me though is that um. And this is like you know, to, at the risk of coming off as an AMD fanboy, because I don't want to come off as an AMD fanboy, but I just like to see fair as fair. Like I do like to see fair as fair, and I think, you know, rightly so. AMD got a, a hard time for being hot and loud, um, in the past, and my concern is is that Nvidia will get a hard pass on being hot this this, this mm. generation course they will and and that's what really fucking annoys me it's like they will get away with it they will market it as a feature <laughs> right mm. and amd once again comes off as the company that's efficient but just wasn't fast enough or whatever you know whatever the fucking meme will be yeah because amd's chasing shadows you know yeah. amd had that reputation and you know seven years ago they had a meeting and said we we got to get rid of this reputation let's focus on performance per watt but this they're chasing shadows because nowadays no one cares about that anymore because you know the 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 writing was on the wall when you saw the the moore's law projections ever since we the end of denard scaling so denard scaling had to do with power scaling going in uh in parallel with transistor scaling and that stopped happening that mm. we hit a wall there mm. you know nvidia realized you know there's this is the way things are going to go if we're going to build monolithic we're going to it's going to go up towards 400 600 watts yeah. so we need to prepare people for that and gradually you've been seeing the wattage go up and now people don't even care they're like i just want the fastest thing at the time where amd is now reaping the rewards of being of that decision they made five seven years ago regarding efficiency and of course there's marketing like you said you know amd is going to spin nvidia is going to spin this as you know this is the first 600 watt consumer gpu we were courageous enough to bring this to to you (laughs) guys take away the headphone jack right yeah or or like before you only saw this in data centers but now we brought this to you the the gamers yeah you know, it's they're gonna spin it in in some fashion. Well, it's exactly what he did with the right. So uh, before we used to make a, a Titan GPU, and that was what was it he said? It was like you know, they're sold directly through Nvidia and so on and so forth, right? And you know, but now we're gonna bring this to consumers, the RTX 3090 of oh, 3090. Like it was exactly like what you said. He, he said that like we would never have we would never have before sold this level of performance and power to you guys but now we're going to and he said that in the last press co- so it's he's already pre-programming you for mm. what he's gonna do next generation around which is like we would have never like this was like you know our last generation of uh, ampere for for um data center was a 400 watt gpu uh, this generation of Hopper G- GPU is 700 watts. We've decided to bring that amount of power to you guys, the gamers. Yeah, you can see him easily spinning that into the, mm. that weaving do you know, narrative. Do you know what's a funny exercise to do? Go watch the presentation for the 1080 Ti. Mm. You're going to see so many things that, that are contradictory to what they're saying now. Yeah, You're going to laugh 
Yeah. You're just going to laugh. Regarding, you know, everything from the IO, the, what gamers actually want, uh, power consumption, mm -hmm. performance, anything, all those things change from like two generations mm -hmm. ago to now. It's a completely different narrative. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. You know, it's marketing. You know, they got to sell the products. Yeah. At well, the end of the day, what matters is for a company like NVIDIA, they have their reputation. They have to be the fastest and they have to win in a bunch of things that ma matter. Mm. It doesn't matter how they get there. Yeah. They'll, they'll, the negatives, they can spin it in any way they want. And that's something that AMD needs to learn from them because AMD is not the, you know, the underdog company anymore. If they want to go for gold, they have to play dirty as yes. well. Yes, I agree. Boys, can you please ask Celso some questions because I need to take a toilet break and it would be nice if he has, or if he can have a look at the chat right now and see if mm. he has things that he wants to answer while I, I, I take said toilet break because I don't want to leave him to run a chat, run a stream by himself for 30 seconds. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll go through the, the chat here. Are you okay? I'll be back in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Vitor, olá. He's saying hugs from Brazil, abraço. Um, let me scroll all the way up. Anything under the 3090 is in premium. Well, it depends. It depends on where you are in the world. Here, where I live, a 3060 is considered a premium card. Uh, this was the IPC thing. Yes, I'm not an AI. <laughs> Playing on medium is fine on a budget card. Um, well, with things like upscaling, now you can play on high and use the LSS or FSR2. So there's that option. You will lower textures. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with optimizing your experience, I would say. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, yeah, so... Um, Subcortex, I'm seeing you aside from your voice yeah so people are pretty amped by the fact that you're actually a person so so uh, what part of portugal are you from you're in lisbon right yeah i'm in lisbon the yeah. capital yeah. which is considered the safest city in the world really i didn't know that no. yeah i'm from dublin and, well not the safest I, I think we dropped a few places but we are the happiest apparently all right well that's because you get a summer right i think dublin would be the happiest if it didn't get if it got a summer <laughs> <laughs> um i i'm from dublin and i'm from the 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 weird thing about dublin other than other capital cities and this is why dublin i always recommend is a bit rough for people who are coming to visit is that um uh dublin is uh you know in other cities kind of the 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 rough areas of the city are kind of oh wolfie what's up dude um are outside of the city center right but i'm from i'm from dublin one which is a very rough area of dublin 
and I can walk to O'Connell Street, which is the main street in Dublin, in like a minute <laughs> from from where my mum's house is. So uh, that's the thing about uh, Dublin is like you've got these kind of rough areas, like, and there's another place over in Dublin too, which is called Pier Street, another rough area. So you kind of get all of the ruffians in the centre of town a lot of the time in Dublin. That's why I always say that Dublin's not really that great in terms of safety. <laughs> safety, uh, you know. Because as I said, I come from there. Luckily, I had a great mother who sent me to. Uh, it's kind of a semi-private school, and 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 got me a good education, and you know, so on and so forth. So, um, uh, DLSS is is like using rubber. It's it'll. It's not the same. <laughs> it's what Wolfie's. Wolfie's one of the biggest contributors to the, these live streams. So, um, I feel the same about uh DLSS. I I personally think, and and even FSR to a point is that i can i can really tell the difference at certain points in in, mm. in games and um what i've noticed about the demos of fsr2 and i've played a bit with fsr2 is that you don't get as much of that um you know if you look at like let's say you're walking down a, a corridor and all of the tiles on the floor are, are square you know the way with the lss you get that kind of shimmering on the you mm. don't get as much of that with fsr 2.0 um as you do with dlss and i i don't know whether that's just purely subjective um but yeah i've definitely noticed that with dlss although dlss does appear to be sharper in kind of fine detail like like grasses and stuff you know off in the mm -hmm. distance what's your opinion on those kind of things um i'm the sort of i mean it varies from person to person i'm the sort of person who tweaks every little thing and if there are mods available i'll go ahead and download the yeah. mods because i want the because i'm a graphics whore i yes, want the I graphics to be yeah, spot on but for a lot of people they don't they don't care and they can't even tell the difference what i would say is it's better to have you know the lss and fsr2 and be able to use the hardware you have now and enjoy the hardware you actually have rather than um, having to upgrade constantly and not being able to keep up. Mm -hmm. What I don't like is how um, there's that planned obsolescence, mm -hmm. obsolescence thing happening, especially with NVIDIA G GPUs, which are the most popular. Um, but... As far as telling the difference, I mean, I play when I'm, I don't play very often these days, but when I do play, I'm on the OLED and on the OLED, I can't tell the difference. Yeah. It looks the same to me. I can tell the difference if, if I go, if I'm playing like 1080p on it, yeah. I can, t I can definitely tell the difference. But if, if I have the LSS or FSR two on, I can't tell the difference from native. Well, what I'll say is that with FSR for me, it, it it was it was not a, not a sharp, but with DLSS I thought DLSS DLSS was the most. I don't I don't haven't really had as much experience with FSR two. So this is not a talk about DLSS FSR two point This is a talk about D, FSR one point Um FSR one point I can tell it wasn't a sharp, but with DLSS um it was great. But the problem with DLSS is I find when there's artifacts they break immersion for me like they actually mm. break like as I, I i always go back to 
there's a part in cyberpunk where you leave your apartment and you walk out of you know you kind of come down have you played cyberpunk at all yeah you come down the lift and you go out the door right and for me and i i don't know whether this is for anybody else but for me bits of the floor went missing right with dlss on you and i was like oh the game is thank you wolfie for wolfie just gifted uh 20 subs boys get your subs here free subs <laughs> thank you so much wolfie i appreciate that man thank you thank you thank you um but yeah so uh you you come out of the lift you come out and you go out the door and the a bit of floor to go missing and i was like oh this is probably a problem with the game right and then i went and go went like that can't be a problem so i turn off the lss and you come out the door and you walk down and the floor doesn't go missing anymore right mm. or like you look in the mirror at your character and your hair is all funky and weird because i had a girl character in 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 a cyberpunk and then you look at the character with DLC son and it looks like i've got a hairnet pulled all over my hair right <laughs> like i was like what the fuck and this is like top quality dlss so i i find when dlss works it's fantastic and when dlss doesn't work it breaks the game <laughs> for me <laughs> visually do you know what i mean so that's kind of where i sit with dlss um yeah, yeah well wolfie thank you so much dude that's look at all those gifted subs boys so yeah get into chris's discord um there'll be a link in this channel to get into chris's discord once you're in chris's discord you'll get a link to my discord as well um thank you wolfie that's a, such a generous um that's 20 gifted subs mate that's like i don't know i think it's like five bucks each or something or something great i don't know what it is but it's a crazy crazy or like three or i don't know what it is but it's that's a, a lunacy um i appreciate that dude um and then people are asking where's chris chris has had a baby today so that's where chris is uh there was one thing i wanted to talk about talk about with you and, and gps and i can't remember what it was but it was it was so poignant and now it's gone like fucking can't remember it's so annoying you know when you've got something that you really wanted to say before we kind of move to questions because we kind of have to move to questions now and i'm like what was it mm uh segmentation maybe no it wasn't it was yeah segmentation i suppose is, a, is is another place we can go um oh yeah i remember what it was it was like uh where do you think the pricing is going to be on these next generation gpus what do you think the pricing is going to be for these next ones i think the the top launch gpu for, for nvidia is going to be 199 yeah i, uh, I think AMDs will be twelve ninety nine, but at the same time, I think NVIDIA will find a way to have a really compelling forty seventy. I think the seventy series this time around is going to be a lot more affordable than people think, and that might even if they have to change the name of what would be the forty sixty to a forty seventy. Do you know what I mean? But, but from a marketing perspective, I think they'll feel the need to have a really compelling 70 series that people are gonna gonna go like, oh wow, that's a lot cheaper than I expected for a 70 series. Mm -hmm. I think we're gonna see that, and I think that's how, I think that's Nvidia's angle is gonna be that. It's gonna be that. I think AMD are gonna have that exact same approach because AMD are gonna go with. We we talked about this before, and I think AMD are gonna go with navi 33 
and 33 is going to be in my opinion uh around the 6900 xt in terms of performance i think it's going to be in and around that. i don't know it's going to beat it i don't know whether it's going to be faster or slower it's going to be in and around that performance but it'll be a monolithic six nanometer design so if they can do that that means they can be very very competitive on pricing so that means you might get a 400 or or, or 500 product that's 6900 xt-esque performance i think um, that, i i i don't think so i think so <laughs> I, I think so uh, i think if they do that it's i don't think i don't think amd is interested in that market you don't think amd is interested in a 500 dollar market i don't think so why is that now because they can't they can't beat nvidia there and the margin on a six nanometer product that size is not going to be that impressive compared to a chiplets based and eight hundred nine hundred dollar gpu i think that's where their focus is going to be i don't I don't know when they're going to launch the mid-range cards, but I don't think they'll they'll be too interested. So let in me them. run something by you. So imagine they run, they do four thousand ninety-six shaders. So four thousand ninety-six mm. shaders, right? Um, and they do it at what is what is uh what is uh Navi twenty-two now? It's like three hundred and thirty something mil. Navi twenty-two is three hundred and thirty something millimeter squared i'm not sure 22 uh, yeah 22 is 300 something millimeter squared i think the 6900 6700 xt it's 330 millimeter squared and it's got 12 gigabytes around right so imagine they bring a product that has that's that might be even smaller than that because it's on five it might have four thousand shaders and but that's the the twenty two you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking the... about Navi twenty two versus Navi thirty three, right? So Navi thirty three is a oh. low end dregs chip, right? But it might have four, like Navi thirty three is essentially the sixty six hundred XT replacement. But AMD, I think AMD was always going to price the sixty six hundred XT replacement. Oh, sorry, sixty six hundred XT at like i think they were going to play the 6600 xt was going to be 350 and i think the 6600 was going to be 300 or maybe the 6600 xt was going to be 300 and the 6600 xt was going to be 250 or 280 or whatever it was going to be and then with mining they decided to charge more right um so uh, that for amd was a massive you know it was kind of a, it was a big letdown because you look at those products and you go right the performance is there but the price is terrible so the price ruins the performance right um so imagine if they get a card that's like unbelievably faster than those cards because of the swing and the the node and the frequency that they're gonna get and so on and so forth that maybe it sits between a, a it's faster than a 6700 xt faster than a 6800 xt maybe not as fast as 6900 xt but it's a 33 die right it's a 33 die right this is something that they would have kind of preemptively went we could charge 300 400 dollars for it and now they can kind of go where's nv 